Hebrew scripture coming from Isaiah chapter 9, verses 1 through 4. Listen for the word of God. But there will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, God brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali. But in the latter time, God will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. Our second meeting today comes from the poet Rumi, 1-1-1. The lamps are different, but the light is the same. So many garish lamps in the dying brain's lamp show. Forget about them. Concentrate on the essence. Concentrate on the light. In lucid bliss, calmly smoking off its own holy fire. <clears throat> One light streams toward you from all things, all people, all possible permutations of good, evil, and thought, passion. The lamps are different, but the light is the same. One matter, one energy, one light, one light mind, endlessly emanating all things, one turning and burning diamond, one, one, one. Ground yourself, strip yourself down to blind, loving silence. Stay there until you see you are gazing at the light with its own ageless eyes. I love that line. We are all staring at the light with its own, with the light's own ageless eyes. The light shines in the darkness. The light shines in the darkness. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. That's the promise of Advent. That's the promise of this sign and this time of year that we will see light. And where do we look for it? Where do we look for light? Um, the Pope said something recently that I thought I would never hear a Pope say. The Pope said, even non-Catholics can enter heaven. How many of you expected to hear that from a Pope? Not me. There is one light, people. There are many bulbs. There are all kinds of bulbs, but there is only one source of light. I love it every year we have the monks here, and they always say the same thing, that people come to say, why do you do this? Why do you have monks come and share their compassion with you? That's a really hard one. Hmm. I could really use a lot less compassion in my life, but this week we're going to make an exception. 
The monks shine light. The Tibetan monks shine light in their own way. Every tradition, every tradition that spreads light, that light comes from one source. Where do we find our light? Where do we find it? Within? So that light's already inside you? You're working on it. Is that light already inside you? Is that light already inside you? Stronger this time. Yes? Is that light stronger inside you? <laughs> She's not working with me. That light is in you. The light shines through us. The light comes from us. Why? Because who put it there? This is not a hard one, okay? <laughs> this is not like, what is the capital of Ethiopia? You know, this is not one of those. God's light, okay? If you don't know either God or Jesus, you've got a pretty good shot of one of those two. You know, um, God's light. So where else? Marlon, I didn't mean to pick on you. But the thing is, is that we have light shining through us. Marlene's light. I see Marlene. How many of you see Marlene's light shining through her? See, Marlene's hand is not up. And that's not a fault of Marlene's. But it's, our own, it's the fault of a culture where we are not taught to see our own light. And sometimes we don't see that light because they're our own eyes. We see other people's, again, different lamps, same light. You see other people's lamps, don't you? We need to help Marlene see her light. Because the light shines through you. And it's within you. It is. I'm not being funny. Where else do we find light? Nature. Give me an example. Sunset, sunrise, sunset, sunrise. You see, you sit next to Nick and that happens to you. In nature. In children. Give me an example. Next week's sermon is going to be all about children, so you can show up or not, depending on how you feel about that particular topic. Music. Yeah, when... Uh, Norm. Norm, I knew that. I was... <laughs> when Norm got done, you know, it was like, wow. You know, Don Polkinghorne, can I quote you? Too late now. It was like, wow. Music is a way we see light. What else? Where else do we find light? The sun. The sky. The universe. Reflections on... What kind of reflections? On the water. Okay, I want you to think not just of physical light. Art. Art. Time with your family. At least the family that you like to spend time with. 
There, since we were talking about monks, I, I love this, this, one, uh, this one Buddhist master said, anybody who thinks they're enlightened just needs to go home and spend time with their family. And then they'll find out how enlightened they really are. But, you know, your family, I love that, because your, your family can show light like no other way, and your, light, and your family can show all the ways that, wow, we need some light here, too. So it's uh, both, yeah. People's and animals' eyes. Have you, how many of you ever looked at an animal every once in a while, and you just see perfect forgiveness or perfect love? I hate this, like, animals don't love. It's like, you've never met an animal, have you? But yeah, a hug. Yeah, just the physical touch of somebody who says, I care about you. Nick. Books. What kind of books? Everything from biblical to book club. The, the churches. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just struck me as funny. Well, the mind, it's the, it's, it's the opening of the mind to new ideas. And, and to see through another's eyes. That's what authors do. Is they, they, they open a world to you that is theirs and not yours. And, and they, they ask you and they invite you into their world. It's the same thing that art does. They invite you into a world. Science... Science shines light. Yeah, Kathy. Right. Right. Going through a trying time and you realize as you come out. The thing is, is that when you're in depression, it feels like you're never going to leave, doesn't it? When you go down and you hit bottom... You just there's something that happens in your brain that says this is the rest of my life. Now, when we hit that really unbelievable high, there's no one in this room that thinks this is the rest of my life because <laughs> we're smarter than that. We know that we hit here and we're going to go down the other side. But when we get to the bottom, we think, "Wow, I'm stuck here forever," and it's into that light into that, that valley that, that where you know, the sun goes down and you're just, it's just, there's no light. That's the light in Isaiah that you know, the people who walked in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. The people that walked in that place where they thought they're never getting out, on them light has shined. See, I see light in every single one of you in this room. And um, I'm going to pick on Vicky for a second, because Vicky has been moderator for two years. The tradition of our church has been to be moderator for one year. And we, we kind of started a, a project, and, and I told Vicky, I said, we really need one more year to finish this. And now Vicky, because Vicky doesn't like being lazy, uh, Vicky doesn't like having time of leisure, you started a new business. Um, taxes, of all things, God love her. Um, several of our folks are doing this. And Vicki has said, okay, this is a time when she needs to... I'll be a member at large on our church council. Instead of saying, I'm just going to back away, Vicki said, when I have time, I want to be a member at large. That's light. 
continuing to shine. I know Jen is very thrilled that Vicki's going to stay on the council. And Karen Gaither is thrilled she's going to be the vice moderator. But I see light in all of us here. That's my job. And it's not hard for me to do that. But we need to be, to Marlene, what I just did. To push Marlene when Marlene doesn't see the light within herself. And we need to be with Kathy when Kathy is in that moment of, you know, before she sees the light dawning, saying, you know, you're going to get through this. This place, this valley ends. You're going to come up the other side, the sun's going to, you're going to have a sunrise, and you're going to think, wow. And even the sunset can be beautiful and knowing, okay, the night's coming, then you come out the other side and it's sunrise again. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. One of the things I celebrate in this church is the fact that we do recognize not only that we celebrate the light of Christ, but we see that light that Christ shines in us as coming from one source. And so when we see light shining somewhere else, we celebrate that light. Why? Because where does that light come from? Up the food chain. So shine your light. Shine your light. Don't be afraid to shine your light. And each and every one of us has light inside. And most particularly when you don't see it, that's when you need to claim it. The light shines within me. There's a lovely um, tradition in the Jewish that because we carry the, the image of God inside of us, that we all have angels walking before us, fake way, image of God coming through. Even... Richard and Kevin Nutt have angels walking before them saying, make way, image of God coming through. Each of us shines that light. And that's a good thing. Amen.